So what were you saying about how much you miss me, Ryan? <laughs> um, I, I miss you so much, Michael. Uh, how was your birthday? Uh, birthday was good. Um, no one came dressed as Oppenheimer, surprising nobody. That's really no. That's disappointing, though. That's a missed opportunity. Everyone, everyone came dressed up as like Barbie or Ken. Um, we we had the for in the forecast. There was rain, and it was originally supposed to be a backyard party. So we moved everything inside, and I'm actually really impressed with how it turned out. We kind of just turned our living room into like a, basically like the Barbie funhouse from the beginning of the movie. Okay, that's yeah. that's fun. I, I went out and bought like um, one of those spotlight things that like um, I forget what they're called. Why can't I remember what they're called? But, um, oh my god, I know exactly. like the strobe light things. No, I, I know it's 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 a it looks like a globe, but it's glittery. Yeah, yeah, Jesus I bought Christ, one of those. Morons. We're we're absolute morons. <laughs> words, words. Um, I bought one of those, and yeah, it it like really brought it all together. And then, of course, like pink and black color scheme goes together perfectly. It all in all, it was a success. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah. I re- actually, I remember that day because it poured. It 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 absolutely poured right on that Saturday, and I was like, "Oh, I hope Michael's party's not outside." That I wasn't invited to. Yeah, uh, you got an invite. A really late, sad pity invite, but yes, <laughs> I suppose I did get an invite. We we wanted you there, Ryan. We wanted you there. <laughs> Is this the royal we or? <laughs> um, yeah. Did anyone uh, did anyone dress as uh, Ben Shapiro, like just lighting Barbies on fire uh, during the party? Again, you keep saying Ben Shapiro. Is and it Shapiro? I, I don't want to be the one to correct you. Please stop putting me in the position where I have to correct you <laughs> on his like, name. How does he say his name? Do we uh, do we have all, he like, says his audio? name like this? My name is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> okay. Great. I think I asked for that. Ben Shapiro. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Your favorite, uh, your favorite movie critic. He really is now. Although honestly, I can't stand his voice for like more than a couple minutes at a time. It's 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 intense. It's a lot. I, I haven't watched that uh 43-minute opus his uh, Barbie review, but I saw a clip from it today. And apparently he was like, this movie is going to, it's it's going to fall off after the first weekend because it's too low. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I do remember that. He's like, yeah, it's going to make a lot of money in the first week and then people aren't going to go see it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was wrong about that. This is Old like... takes exposed. It's made like a billion dollars. <laughs> Do I really gotta be the asshole that says we got in this thing and went back in time? It must be some kind of hot tub time machine. Welcome back after a very long hiatus. I don't think it's been that long, but 
Uh, welcome back to Hot Take Time Machine. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Adebo. I got nothing, nothing good to say. I only want to say good things to my co-host, <laughs> okay. Ryan Trepanier. How are you doing, Ryan? I don't like how you said that. I have nothing good to say. And my co-host, Ryan <laughs> Trepanier. Great. Okay. I'm, what uh, I meant is <laughs> I only want to say positive things because it's been so long since we've last potted. Um is that is that the right way to say that? We yeah, no, no, pot, potted, potting, potted. That's a verb. Yeah. Um, don't know if it's in Webster's yet, but it should be. Um, yeah, it's it's been a minute. Um, that's what the kids say, right? Been a minute. Uh, anyway. We're actually we've actually moved on to seconds now. It's been a second. Eh? It's been a second. Wow, I don't like that. I I was just getting used to the minute. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, summer gets away from you. I've been uh, I've been on vacation for a bit. Didn't really go you know anywhere special or anything not like your your european vacation or anything like that but um yeah it's you know what i i was wondering if maybe the oppenheimer barbie episode just like we we end the podcast we just ended on a high note you know (laughs) it's not getting better than this as (laughs) as is being proven by three weeks of nothing coming out honestly i that's what i thought as well i was like I mean, this is kind of what we've been leading up to in like the previous ten episodes. Maybe we do just stop there. You know? <laughs> this is it. This is just a ten part to Barbenheimer, and then and then it's over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you you had a little staycation. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do anything fun during the staycation? Went up to um, as listeners will know, we're Canadian. Uh, went up to. Um, the national is it a national park yeah national park point peely oh awesome. the southernmost point of canada um that That's was awesome. that was a lot of fun yeah. yeah yeah so that was that was fun but for the most part i you know i i relaxed i uh i, I gave myself a break for a bit it's, and now i'm back here potting with you michael so you know mm-hmm. awesome to say whether that's good or not <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out i guess um <laughs> Yeah, I also went on vacation. Um, I, I I left the province, but I didn't leave the country. I went to Nova Scotia, went to Halifax for a wedding, and then I came down with the plague. Um, got super sick when I came back, and then out of nowhere, I started seeing headlines about a new COVID variant. Oh, great! Yeah, so, fun, so, right? So that's that's what you got. Great. Maybe, maybe we don't know. Um, there's no way to test anymore. <laughs> what well, they have the home test? You don't have a home test? No, I, we don't have any here, and hmm. they're super hard to find now. Oh, are they? Oh, great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're going to be more available as as winter comes because, like, it's very much going to be a seasonal thing now. But this isn't the COVID corner. Um, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> Well, I mean, there's movies about COVID. There, thank God, thank God that didn't take off. No, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I like the. I don't want to spoil anything, but like, I like that movies are recognizing that COVID is a part of the world now. Like, movies aren't ignoring the fact that COVID could exist or or does exist in their world, but the movies and television shows aren't about COVID. Well, what I was referencing more so were like movies that took place during the pandemic. There were a couple of those mm. that came out and I was like, uh, after like the first one, I was yeah. like, uh, I'm good on this. There was a documentary about it. I was like, 
like we're in it like just turn the news on what are we doing i know it was kind of odd like watching things on netflix or like hbo and they're like either fictional or non-fictional shows where people are like communicating over zoom just like us and i'm like what am i doing here what are we doing yeah no i i know i know yeah did you see that that one um that one pandemic movie it was like anne hathaway and the other actor i uh i know what you're talking about they they go they steal stuff yeah, and it's like a sort of heist movie, but like mm-hmm. the actual heist doesn't happen until like the last 10 minutes and it's like two and a half hours long or something. No, I stayed away like like I stayed away from all of that stuff. Stuff that was like made because of the pandemic or about the pandemic. I was like, mm, no, thank you. Like even um was that Malcolm Malcolm and Marie movie with Zendaya and uh I actually like that one. Uh that's John David Washington. Okay. I I uh, I kind of steered clear of that. I I liked oh, it. I'm glad you did. That's that's, that's great. I think it's I think I like it's that. worth I think it's worth a watch. All right, it's worth a watch. Right. I mean, Zen, Queen Zendaya. I mean, come that's on. I know, and that's that's the reason I would well, I and John David Washington don't don't sleep on him. But um, so yeah. this might be a hot take. Okay, I I what do you? like I like JDW, All but right. he hasn't done anything like worth talking about since Tenet. Yeah, I mean, how old is Tenet? Tenet's, what, two years ago, I guess? Is it his uh, fault that they're Tenet's, not casting him? Tenet's three years old now. Came out no, in 2020. No, no. Two, two years. Really? Is Tenet 2020? Yeah, I remember. It was like the first movie that released during the pandemic. Oh, man. Okay, well, that... Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. Okay. Yeah, man. I know, and and like he did seem like he would be the new thing, right? And I I liked him in Tenet. I thought he was good. Yeah, you're right. Twenty twenty. Jeez. Yeah. What has he done since then? Before we get yelled at by um, he did a he did a Nef- a Netflix movie. Oh, he did that horrible Amsterdam movie. Uh, was that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, Michael Bay one. Oh wait, no, 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 no. This that's is, this is Christian David, Bale. David Russell. This is Christian Bale and Margot yeah. Robbie. But wasn't this like just garbage sauce? I was thinking of that ambulance movie. No, he's not in that. Yeah, that's kind of racist of me. I'm yeah. I, I was about to say, Michael. Not all black people look alike. <laughs> I look in the mirror sometimes, and I just see Denzel John Washington. David Washington. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, no, it's just me. God damn it. <laughs> um, we should probably address this. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't angrily turned off this episode yet, no, this is not the documentary episode. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I am so. We're never going to talk about. It. I, I realize that it's now cursed, but um, it, yeah, it can they just keep be coming our, out too. Our, our running joke. I know. I saw at least like three documentaries today. I'm like. I would love to watch that. Oh, I watched. I watched an extra one that's not part of our our list or our discussion. Uh, did you see the the Steph Curry uh, undefeated? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, that was uh, fun. Is it and on? Then, is it on anything? Uh, I believe that one's on Apple. I think it's on Apple. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, Netflix released a couple more Untolds. There's a there's one about Johnny Manziel, and I forget what the other one was. Um. Yeah, 
yeah i mean there's there's lots of stuff there's one i want to watch um it's a three-part series first episode just came out this past weekend it's called the telemarketers it's okay. produced by danny mcbride and the safty brothers it's All about right. um these telemarketers and the scam that they were running and two guys um who made the documentary they're like 20 year journey to expose these telemarketers and apparently it's incredible it's getting like rave reviews very cool that yeah. sounds awesome i um yeah i think i like safty more as an actor than a director so i don't know i've liked well, him in, i mean like, there's, the last there's two of them there's well two whatever one likes to act because he was in oppenheimer and he was also yeah. in uh are you there god it's me margaret yeah he's actually benny? like benny? a. I think that's benny yeah it's benny He's actually a pretty decent actor. He's he's a good actor. Yeah, he was great in uh, in Oppenheimer and in. Uh, in he Ar- talked like this. <laughs> he had the sunscreen all over his face. <laughs> no, was that wasn't Benny Safdie, was it? That was. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. all right, all right, fine, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so you don't like you don't like Josh Josh Safdie? You don't like uh, his I don't, directing? I mean, I still haven't revisited Uncut Gems. I said I would, but I haven't yet. Um, have you seen Good Time? Mm-mm. Have you seen any of their other their other no, movies? No, I haven't seen a safety flick. Like the first thing I've seen was Uncut Jeffs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I came in. I came in pretty. Uh, uh, you you gotta you gotta fix that. Hop on the train, brother. Well, I didn't like like I mean you know I'll give Uncut Gems one more time, but like I'm not gonna go back and watch you, stuff you should from a check out. You should check out Good Time though. Am I gonna like Good Time if I didn't like Uncut Gems though? Uh, yeah, it might be a, a no. tough. It's a tougher sell for Correct. sure. But I mean, like, I think I think the draw for me for Good Time is seeing Robert Pattinson, um, in like just a role that he's never played before. Like this was like the beginning of his kind of like renaissance, like when it first dropped, uh, pre pre Batman. So it's I think it's worth a watch for that. But I've seen him like I've seen him play those roles that he's never played before. Now, like he's he's like in the lighthouse, right? Like mm-hmm. he's incredible in the lighthouse. If you haven't seen that, no, I've um, seen the lighthouse. But like his role in Good Time and his role in the lighthouse, and then even like the Batman, if you want to throw that in there, or Tenet or any of these these other roles, it they're all distinct, and that's why it's like you're just adding these like different facets of of robert pattinson so that's why i think it's worth checking out okay well i'm looking at good time like it looks like it's going to be as anxiety riddled as uncut gems oh it it absolutely it absolutely is uncut (laughs) gems is more anxiety inducing okay there is that but yeah it's kind of like it's like a prototype uh in a lot of ways I think I have trouble with like the one crazy night or like the, the this like anxiety thing in general. Um, I think I liked it with Shiva Baby because it was like something that is not actually like there are no stakes in Shiva Baby, but in Uncut Gems the stakes are incredible, right? Like the stakes are literally life and death. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I like anxiety when it's put on something that doesn't matter or is so low stakes that it's it's interesting now that's fair um 
but when it actually matters and it sounds like I'm 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 looking at the little IMDb thing for a good time. I'm like, oh my God. Uh and yeah. just like a beat up Benny Safty. Uh or oh no. Yeah, Benny Safty. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Benny. Yeah, I mean as well, if you're not like into like crime films, then it's also gonna be a tough watch. Like this kind of looks like um like it's inspired a little bit by collateral. Would I be correct in in that assumption? It's got a little bit of collateral on it, but okay, okay. Uh, I, it's not like a one to one. All right, all yeah, right. that's that's fair. I I'll give it a like. I, it, it's definitely gonna go on my list. I kind of want to give um. I want to give uncut gems another try before I, you know, before I actually say I hate the Safety Brothers. But um, yeah. So I, I love Robert Pattinson. So yeah, all good. of. All of that is to say, um, this is going to be a catch-up episode. We're just going <laughs> to kind of talk. I don't even know how we got. How did we get? Really? Did we I get have no of? idea, man. I, I I was supposed to say this five minutes ago. All right, catch-up episode. The catch-up episode. We have a very loose group of topics here, um, and yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk movies, talk TV shows, nothing. In in particular, we'll see where the conversation takes us. I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to switch up your order, though, uh, a little bit, if you don't mind. Oh, go right ahead. That's not in any particular order. Okay, I just okay. slapped some shit on the page. So let's talk about let's talk about what we've seen recently, or or I mean, in the last couple of weeks. Um, sure, I can go first. I I honestly haven't watched a lot of stuff because I've been so sick. Like it. It was a type of sickness where, like, I wasn't even able to stay awake through most oh, things, tough. so I was just falling asleep. Um, I did watch a couple of things while I was, or sorry, before I went on vacation and when I got back. Um, one of which is a movie that I really wanted to be your first bullet for me. I told you I was taking it. I was going to take it. I told you. But your review, I was so curious. I was like, <laughs> I gotta see how bad this thing is. I Folks, took the bullet for you, and you're like, okay, I guess I'll take it too. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Ryan hasn't been back in 15 minutes. I should probably go check on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh Folks, I am, oh. of course, talking about The Flash. What a bad movie. It's It's crazy how bad that movie is. And to see, like... I, I it, it, the the I, crazy thing is there's no consensus on it being bad. I've seen just I as know. many people say that it's a great and sometimes the best DC it, movie. You know, even even like like I don't mind those extreme views, but people thinking it's just good is is actually what gets me. Like, how can you watch this movie and and like be in the middle? This I think people is trash. I think people wanted it to be good so badly that they're like literally willing to bury <laughs> their heads in the sand for some of the most awful parts of that movie. Even that okay, so so like the first part of that movie, I, I guess do you want to put a spoiler warning for Flash? I don't give a shit. About <laughs> like, like honestly, Look, we're doing you, you a favor. Watched, <laughs> if you haven't watched Flash yet <laughs> and you're worried about spoilers reconsider your life (laughs) i listen i'll put a spoiler alert here but it's gonna be the most quiet spoiler alert 
we've ever like, put on this show. Honestly, if you haven't seen The Flash yet, listen to this podcast first. It's we'll, garbage. We'll save you. We'll save yeah. you time, maybe money. Don't pay for this movie if you are. It's it's so bad. So that first like the baby saving scene out of the hospital is just utter trash. So before we get into that, <laughs> I, I just want to say that there is like yeah. a beginning to this movie where like it starts off Barry is in like a coffee shop and oh the barista is very slow. So I know you probably hated it. I hated it. The first hated it. from the first scene. Hated it. When that scene started, I was like, oh, this I kind of like what's going on here. Like I like the setup and everything. Okay. And then he zooms off to Gotham City. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of into this. Okay, let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> and then the baby scene, like the saving baby scene started. So basically what happens is there is a building, a hospital that's getting destroyed. And Flash is tasked with saving uh, at least like 12 falling babies. <laughs> like all these babies nurse. are falling from the top floor. Why is the NICU on the top floor? I don't know. I don't know. Who Who knows? Who knows? Fine. So it's, it's like, really hard to evacuate if if there's an uh, emergency. So already the scene is incredibly absurd. Mm-hmm. B, it's long as hell. It this shit went so on forever. Long. So long. All in slow motion. Yes. Yes. And the whole thing's in slow motion. The worst part, which we will talk about a lot, I'm sure, <laughs> through this mini review of the Flash. Oh my god. CGI. Like, I usually don't care, right? I usually let, like, uh, like you know, the whole, uh, She-Hulk was a good example. It's like, I don't care how good she looks, right? Whatever. It's fine. But, oh, it was it was so bad. It was just so, like, it, it looked like It looked like PlayStation 3 graphics. Like, it was so bad. Like, I, 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 I don't understand how in 2023... We have graphics that look like they were rendered on like a fucking easy bake oven or like I I, I know I know and like I think I, I think I saw something from the director that it was like intentionally bad but, but oh my why? god dude you guys just don't get it it's supposed to be that bad <laughs> so in the Flash's world things are moving too fast for the. Like, oh man is that what he actually said no no, no 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 but that's what i could imagine him doing to justify it i see that i sparked your um your inspiration though as we were talking about that you added something to the outline yeah yeah we'll we'll get to that in a second but <laughs> i think we need to finish talking about the flash i mean i don't want to spend too much time on this because it, it was it was garbage from the beginning and I, i've heard people say oh you know michael keaton is is the best part of it I guess like he is the cherry on a shit Sunday. I didn't even like, think I didn't even think Michael Keaton did that well. Like yeah, I don't think he was bad, but I just I don't think there was a lot for him to do. I, I think I agree that he's the best part of a shitty movie, but he doesn't redeem it in any way. Like I I don't care about anybody. I hate Barry in both iterations young barry and and present barry i think part of that is because ezra miller is is a trash person Hmm. so it's hard to like you know imagine kevin spacey was in a film where we had to care about him right now (laughs) it'd be tough to do right regardless of how well of a job he's doing so i like present day barry 
or whatever he is. I I didn't hate him the, as much. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't hate him as much. But the younger Barry got on my nerves. Was awful, awful. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I I didn't like present Barry. I found present Barry annoying. And when I told someone that, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna hate when you meet young Barry." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I watched this movie in like three chunks. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't actually like sit there for two and a half hours. I'm so glad I did not go to the theater. I might have walked out. I might have been like, "I'm good." Like, I'm, I'm also really glad I didn't go to the theater. <laughs> I know you were so close, dude. You had. You you and your brother were like talking about it. You were like getting tickets. Yeah. I dodged my own bullet, man. <laughs> and then and then you stepped in front of it anyway. But you know it's okay. Well, at least I, I didn't pay for it. You know. Yeah. So I mean, this is definitely the worst superhero thing of the summer, right? Do you think this movie is worse than Quantum Mania? That's fucking hard. <laughs> that yeah, that long pause tells me it is. Um I honestly don't know. I actually it's so hard choosing between this and Quantumania as what's worse. This might be a like, hot like, take. Where are you leaning? As much as I disliked the Flash, like because it's still kind of like novel in a lot of ways like i could rewatch the flash and i could be like okay you know this i i'm this is shitty but like this is okay as background whereas like quantum mania i think just like i get too upset at it and like I, you know what i i don't think you expect this but i agree completely i i i agree i agree completely i I will never put Quantumania on again until they make Quantumania like the most important thing in the fucking MCU verse that we have to rewatch it, kind of like what they did in Thor of the Dark World in uh, in Endgame. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, as bad as the Flash is, it's it's at least watchable. Like and it's Quantumania got, was not watchable for me. At least like. I think I think the thing that the DC universe has always done like a little bit better than Marvel in in some cases, not every case, their action scenes are like a little bit more interesting. Yeah. That being said, like yeah. the highs, the highs of like Marvel's action, like I'm thinking some of the best scenes from like Endgame or like Infinity War are way better than anything that DCU has produced. But Marvel, some of their fight choreography is, is a little bit shitty. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I agree with that completely. Um I, I don't think I don't think DC a DC has like a very high ceiling. I think they just have a really high floor. Mm-hmm. Um that even when it's bad that the fighting like the, the action can be good but not gr- I don't think the action has ever been great. Except maybe in like the Nolan films, um, mm. like I can't think of. I mean, even like Wonder Woman, like it's the it's not the action I really remember. Except maybe that like World War, or like the the that um, No Man's Land scene, yeah, like when that. She's that, like deflecting the bullets and yeah, stuff. that was really cool. Um, yeah. But I don't really think I don't think about the action scenes. Yeah, I mean, I also try not to watch bad movies, so I haven't seen a lot of the DC movies. But, yeah it's oh, just, God. wow i it's, it's so bad so bad all of it i just can't believe what a train wreck 
the DCU has been, you know? More than that, though, I can't believe what a con job they pulled. Like, they knew we were going to find out. If you say this is the best, like, one of the best superhero movie, like, superhero movies of all time, like, sure, we're going to go watch it, but now we're never going to believe another word you say ever again. Because yeah. we watched it, and it's not—it's not even close to the best DC film. It, I think it's—it's it's one thing for like Warner Brothers executives, you know, they're already morally bankrupt. So like, if they say that this is like the best DC movie, then like, and they lie, then you know that's kind of par for the course. I think yeah. what surprised me the most is James Gunn saying that this is one of the best dc movies and it doesn't bode well for like it, it because he's starting a new universe now right and yeah. he's like kind of picking up the pieces and i think before like there was even some rumblings that like oh this iteration of the flash could actually continue in james gunn's dc universe and now because the movie bombed that it, it that's absolutely not the case mm-hmm. right but yeah, it makes it hard to trust anything that James Gunn says now because he's it, apparently he's a sane shit, you know? I Well, yeah, and, and like, is he saying this because it's the company line that he has to tell or, or did he actually watch The Flash and think, yes, this is the formula, all my movies are going to be this good? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I certainly hope not. Slightly off topic, but still related. I don't know if you saw this. Um, some other DC news that happened, I think, like late last week or over the weekend. Uh, Gal Gadot, uh, the Wonder Woman actress, said that mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 3 was in development um, and that she had a conversation with James Gunn. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do Wonder Woman 3. And okay. This is the fastest I've ever seen Warner Brothers act. Immediately, they were like, no, that's not true. We're not making Wonder Woman 3. Oh, uh-uh. no. <laughs> it, it almost made me feel bad for Gal Gadot. Uh, that's unfortunate. Because, like, I, I would... Like, Wonder, Wonder Woman 1 was great, you know? Yeah, like, it was, are we, are it was we like a solid... Franchise? It was a solid oh. flick. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Wonder Woman was excellent. Like, one of the best DC films we've ever gotten. It's definitely, like, top. I actually... It's, it's a low it's bar, the best one. I mean, if it, well, like, if you're counting the Nolan films, it's, like, it's well, probably no, we're, better... We're talking, like, DCEU, like... Oh, then it's the best yeah. DCEU movie, and yeah. I don't think there's even a conversation to be had, like... Yeah, I don't go back to it often, though. I don't think I have gone back to it since I saw it first the first time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's you should. It's good. Um don't don't go back to 1984. <laughs> I I haven't even seen 1984. That's that's a Oh, you haven't? That, okay, well That's a go, bullet that I didn't want to take. Well, I okay, 1984 makes yeah. the flash look even worse <laughs> like, really like 1984 is good like good it's a it's a masterpiece compared to the flash oh, okay i got it i got it confused i thought you were saying that it made yeah, no, 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 no. no no it's not worse than the flash it's okay. it's so if you're willing to watch the flash and you're not willing to watch wonder woman it's only because you hate women right yeah just, just... yeah okay <laughs> thank thanks ryan the the arbiter <laughs> on all things feminism 
this is what I do. Yeah, feminism, uh, like even uh, you know, um, uh, even racism. I'm I'm very anti-racist. Uh. Damn, he's <laughs> you. You collect isms like Thanos does. <laughs> Got the infinity gauntlet of, of isms, <laughs> yeah. of intersectionality. Oh, that's amazing. Has no one made that meme? Because I want to now. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I mean, it it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it, he's got all the, the colors e- of the rainbow. The you know? EDI gauntlet, like like yeah. the racism stone and the <laughs> accessibility. <laughs> yeah, accessibility. Gender gender identity. Yeah, that's fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> so right, what else have you watched? While we're on the topic of uh, we can talk about secret invasion, really bad superhero <laughs> properties. Secret I'm not invasion. Me segue. <laughs> secret invasion. Um, so th- we are we are of course talking about the six episode Marvel series that concluded, I think, like two weeks ago now. Yeah, uh, starring Nick Fury. Um, let me let me talk about the good things, like the things that sure. I liked. Sure. I I've said this since like episode one. I loved watching Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that happened with his character in this series, but my man puts in a great performance every single time. Yeah. Um, it's a very short list of things that I liked. <laughs> Actually, no, I for, I almost forgot. Um, I always forget his name. Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben no. T- Kingsley, uh, Kingsley Benadir, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ben played... Kingsley is the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he played the villain Gravik, and I thought he he actually did really well. Yeah. Um everything else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So you've got two, two things. Wow. I this this to me is the biggest signifier that the MCU is in trouble. Like, yes, yep. Quantum Mania was not good thor love and thunder abysmal but this like this was an easy layup this should have been good yeah no i i i agree with you completely and like i wanted to like it and i think i was like telling myself like after the first couple episodes i'm like this is good right yeah this is this is fine i like it yeah it had some it had some moments moments. yeah and then when like every episode ended with a death and then every every subsequent episode ended with uh, started with canceling the previous episode's death well except for one maybe except for one yeah but like you're like oh maybe this isn't good maybe maybe they're just trying to manipulate us and it's absolute garbage and uh that that last episode is easily the worst last episode we've ever gotten and we have gotten some bad last episodes I, that I, last episode was unintelligible. I didn't hate it until we got to that last fight scene. Oh, why, why, why did they have to end the the superhero espionage <laughs> show? The show that's like supposed to be like a thriller, basically, with a giant CGI fight. Why? And, and but like, and also like completely taking Samuel L. Jackson out of it, like, but like not taking the actor out so letting samuel L. jackson the actor work but taking his character out of the show in in a way that like he doesn't actually get to do anything meaningful it, yeah it, like he essentially I, I finishes 
he finishes the show in the same place that he started in, except he doesn't have anything to worry about on Earth anymore. He's like, okay, mess is cleaned up here. I'm going back to space. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just just garbage. I just oh and I don't know how I feel about um Amelia Clark her <laughs> wasted, absolutely wasted. Yeah, I would say I would say wasted. She wasn't bad, she just wasn't used, right? And like I think her um, character running around with like the powers of like the strongest superheroes that we know of in the Marvel universe, it's just like what what is where is this all heading to? I I just yeah it 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 makes me very sad and honestly so one of the things I saw like the total runtime of the show was like three hours and thirty I was about minutes to say yeah like make it a movie easily like, I would have easily could have probably seen this movie can we stop making bad TV shows and start making average movies again please like, <laughs> like honestly I, I no I like I I get it that Disney Plus like was created as a way to push out this sort of content like Marvel, Star Wars and all that. It's not working. It, it it's not working. I'm sorry. Like you had you had two good ep- uh, two good seasons of The Mandalorian and and you have Andor. But that's, you know, and and I guess you have Loki, but I'm not I am no longer I am no longer excited for season two. I am worried about season two. I'm cautiously optimistic. And like to the point where if I see the mediocre reviews, I might not even watch it. I might just say, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Like my my excitement for anything MCU is the lowest that it's ever been. Even like the Marvels, I'm kind of like, I don't know. And well, I saw I saw you know, I I have I have nothing against Nia DaCosta. I think I think she is a talented young director. Um, but she gave a quote in an interview that I saw today, and she said that the Marvels is a fun, silly, goofy movie. You know what else is a fun, silly, goofy movie? And their director uh, described it as such. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. I'm, uh... I am not sitting through another Thor: Love and Thunder. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Taika Taika Waititi like going too much Taika is is a different thing than someone else. Like Taika has a very distinct style, and and if no one's holding him back, I can see that getting out of hand. I'm excited. I I'm 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 excited for the Marvels. I am at the point now, though, where I will let the critics warn me about a movie. I am not lining up Thursday night to watch the Marvels. If Rotten Tomatoes says it's bad, I'll miss it. Like, I I don't need to see it. Like, you're not you're not getting my money. I'll wait like I did for Quantumania, and I'll watch it on Disney+. Plus. You know, you very well could be right, but I'm, that that statement, it just raises red flags to me. I, yeah. that's fair that's but to I, be to know. be fair i don't think there's anything that they could say at this point that would have the, like convinced me to go opening weekend for a marvel movie now what if they told you it was the greatest superhero movie of all time that's an even bigger red flag <laughs> oh so they're damned if they choose damned if they if they undersell it it's like oh this is probably as good as it is if they oversell it ah they're lying to me bastards yep, yep. <laughs> But in the TV department, like, it's also very clear that they're struggling. I mean, like, the Marvels could be good, but, like, I think the next TV show scheduled after this one is Echo, right? 
and Echo is already after sorry, Loki, no. you mean, right? Oh, yeah, Loki you're right. The... Yeah, Loki Loki's is in next... October, and then if, Echo if in Loki, November. If Loki fails, then then we're done. Like, we, we got to pack it up. If but you see, can't, if you can't follow up the best show with a serviceable season two, then you, you can't do it. Like, we're done. I agree, but I mean, Echo is already looking like a bomb, you know? Like I, I don't know who wa- who asked for Echo. I who no who wanted this? I don't know, man. Like, I think <sighs> I honestly think that like Disney has been greenlighting all of these TV shows as like tax write-offs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need to do X amount of work otherwise. Like it's just oh. it's so it's so weird to me. And and I and I don't know who a lot of this is for. Like I'm happy they did She-Hulk. She-Hulk was great. Although I was hearing lately, like some people think She-Hulk was terrible. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm like I think She-Hulk is literally one of the best things that they've done. Like uh, She-Hulk. All um, I'll say is that the people that think that She-Hulk was terrible and the people that are critical of the Barbie movie and the people that throw a fit over who is cast as a little mermaid. That Venn diagram is a circle. <laughs> That's Fair. all I'll say. Is that lead us into? Uh, do you want to talk about? Uh, do you want to talk about Barbie, or do you want to? Um, do you want to talk about other stuff you've watched? Um, I want to talk about one more thing that I've watched, just to like cap off my like what I've watched. I'm thing. hoping the last thing you've watched is something I've watched. Well, have you watched season two of The Bear? Fuck yes, I have. Incredible! You finished it, right? Fuck. Yes. Finally, we can talk about something that's actually good for a change. No, 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 no. Not good. Like, the bear is it, a it, fucking all-timer. It is incredible. So, we were we were talking about uh, Disney potentially having issues following up uh, Loki Season 1 with Loki Season 2. Anyone who's making a TV show, take note. This is how you follow up an amazing Season 1. Jesus Christ. And I had no idea how they were going to do it. I'm like, well, where do you go from here? Right. I like know. How... How, how many stories can you tell about a restaurant? Right. Turns uh, out you can tell fucking many of them. Before we go any further, okay. can I just say, yeah, the mark of an amazing show to me mm-hmm. is when you have a character that I honestly didn't care for uh, prior to the current season. Sydney, and... right? Because you don't like women. No, 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 that's not it. And plus, she's black, so (laughs) jokes on you. I'm always rooting for anyone black. Fuck you, Ryan. I am, of course, talking about Richie. Yes. I didn't really care for him in season one. Like, I I cared about him a little bit, but, like, he was always... Yeah, he was just, like, he was just there to yell and and curse and stuff. 100%. He came out of season two. That guy was the MVP. I... I'm like Richie is my guy. I I love that dude now. So, all right. I don't know how I want to do this. So, really quickly, because mm. you've had no prep, I haven't told you to prep anything. Give me your top three episodes. Top three episodes. Yeah. Um. Well, of course, like I just said, the Forks episode with Richie. Is that number one for you? That's number one. That's top of the list. Okay. And then, and then, um, the Christmas episode. Two uh, fishes. Yeah. That's number and then two. It's- kind of a tie between the copenhagen episode and the finale honey 
honeydew and the bear okay yeah so i i'm kind of with you on that i've i've got it a little different i agree that forks is for forks is an episode where i finished it and i'm like what the fuck am i doing with my life right like i gotta go clean my fork. like i've gotta take care of everything ryan attention ryan i work from home today i woke up today i'm like i'm gonna put on a full like outfit <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking suit. Like I am dressing for that episode was incredible. It 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 it, it was it was incredible. Like I I loved every second of it. And and I like you're right. Like watching Richie go from a character that you you really didn't like. He's he's the butt of every joke. He's a he's a jerk. Mm -hmm. And then to go to this guy that you're rooting for and you're like he fucking gets it. He gets it more than anybody. He yeah. understands better than anybody in the entire restaurant now what it means to succeed, and oh. then like, oh my god! And then it's in um, so good, so good. What what's is the follow the following episode Bolognese, uh, um, where he's well, part of the interview process, and yeah. he like he with he the napkins, the, yeah, he sets the trap right, yeah, and the, his sister Sugar can't even believe it. Like you did that on purpose, like like nobody recognizes this guy. It's so what i was gonna say is i know that this is a truly great show because they made you care about that character and you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of the transformation of alan in sex education i think going from season two to season three yeah Yeah, that's a good good example yeah like this guy's just a foil and then he becomes one of the most lovable characters in the show the difference though in this show is we literally only needed one episode there's no yeah. gradual like there's no there's no gradual change this show turns richie on with a flip of the switch in a realistic way mm-hmm. he has a he has a come to jesus moment and and we 100% buy it well i also think what helped with that is uh and they kind of hinted this the whole time but you don't really see it until that christmas episode his whole situation with his daughter and his yeah. his wife yeah his ex-wife right and like that kind of makes you a little bit more it primes you to be sympathetic to him yes but but it doesn't necessarily show you his growth which is which is totally fine like it's this character has more going on under the surface than you think Mm -hmm. but we haven't actually seen his like you know we haven't seen him really change yet like there's a moment in one of the earlier episodes uh i don't know if it's episode two or three or whatever where carmy is it Carmi and Sugar are having a conversation? Carmi's pregnant, doesn't want to tell anyone. They're oh, having this conversation. Sugar's pregnant. Sugar, yeah, Sugar's. Did I say Carmi's pregnant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sugar's pregnant. They're having a conversation in front of this like whiteboard, and then all of a sudden the wall falls down, and yeah, everyone yeah. has heard the conversation. And Richie's exclamation is, "I fucking knew it!" Like, <laughs> so. Which is a hilarious lie because he's essentially saying she's looked fat. Like, like that is that is legitimately <laughs> like what Richie is saying to us. And it's like, yeah, that's fucking that is the thing that Richie would say, right? Like, I yeah. thought you've been looking <clears throat> fat lately. In in such a subtle little way that, like, you know, it's it's there if you want to see it, but it's not obvious. It's not the same as him saying, Oh, I thought you looked fat, right? Like it's yeah. I fucking knew it. And like you know that's the same old Richie. That's the Richie that we know and love from season one. And the fact that that Richie 
in only like three or four more episodes or a few weeks of bear time, he becomes this completely changed person. And then like, you actually get to see like what that results in, in that final episode, which is incredible. Oh, like yeah. incredible. I suppose in like seeing it, I, I don't think that's like my favorite episode. It's probably somewhere in the middle of that last episode. Um, yeah. But it's, but it's great to see like I, what, what, what's happened. I, I love that final episode for a couple of reasons uh one of which being like and i was really hoping that they would do this and i'm glad that they delivered uh they did the one shot again because they did that last season and the first half of this finale uh they did that and i thought it was amazing how they switched back and forth between the back of house and the front of house yeah um but one of my favorite character moments happened in in the finale which is you know, you have that argument between Carmi and and Richie. And I think it's like the first time in the series where like you're siding with Richie. Like you're like, Richie's actually right in this situation, you know? Like he's kind of yeah. got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which hasn't hasn't really happened. Usually, like you're with Carmi. So I think it sets up an amazing season three. And we've spent a lot of time fawning over Richie. But hats off to everyone in this cast. I've never seen, I haven't seen such a lovable cast in a long time since like, I think community or sex education. Yeah. Yeah. Sex education, I think is a pretty good, you know, a pretty good parallel to this. This, this is like what I like from an ensemble and Mm -hmm. and like not to tie it to succession or have to compare it to succession, but like the fact that like this show is not easy to watch all the time. Like it, it, there is a lot of anxiety in this show. It is a lot of screaming at it, it, people. It's a lot of shit going wrong. It's this is not like a, a a very like gentle or fun show all the time. Even if it is hilarious at times, what mm. you care about every single person nobody is a villain nobody is so one-sided that they're just evil whereas in succession nobody is human there's not a single human being there there's not a single person that you can actually empathize with because they're so far from us they're so they're so removed from actual real being human moments right the one the one like caveat to that is that moment when like they're their dad dies but like other than that their their problems are not real problems their problems are 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 problems we'll never ever have to worry about in our lives i think i think that's just the thing right it's like the the characters in the bear are so relatable and they feel like real people and because they're they're complicated their lives are messy they themselves are not perfect um and yeah, it just adds to like the realness of of the show. And God, what a great season! I know. A the fantastic. question I was the question I have for you, Ryan, before we move on to the next thing. Sure. Which one do you think was the better show, The Bear season two? Okay. Or the season series of Beef that we got? It's it's not close, honestly as much as I loved beef, like the bear, the bear is like approaching perfection. Like, wow. Because if you wanted to like take honeydew, uh, fish 
fishes and uh, forks. To me, those are all, all three of those are in conversation for like some of the best episodes of television of the last decade, mm. like of the last 10 years. For for one season of a show to have that, it, that's that's incredible. Um, I, I tried to, because I knew, I knew there was like an episode everyone was talking about, but I couldn't find it because some people had fish, fishes as their number one. Some people had forks as their number one. And some people had honeydew as their number one. The one where Marcus goes and stodges with Will Poulter. Who, I know. Who's like the cameos, Will Poulter. Oh, Who is in in uh, Adam Warlock form? That guy's just permanently chiseled now. He's so good, like he was so. And and I love how they didn't make him a character caricature, and they didn't make Olivia Col um, uh, Colwell. I totally forgot Olivia Coleman was in this Coleman, show. Coleman, thank you, Olivia yeah. Coleman. Right, she's fantastic as Terry. Like, I mean, there's there's many more. Like, uh, we didn't talk about Better Call Saul. Uh, Bob Odenkirk in in the fish episode is the fucking horrible uncle and. Yeah. Uh, man, the show the show is incredible. I finished Forks, and and then I watched the uh, the eighth episode like right afterwards. I almost went back and rewatched Forks before finishing the season. Honestly, I could. There's not very many shows where I would literally go back and rewatch an episode. I would totally rewatch Forks from time to time. I think Forks is going to be like my affirmation. Like like you know like if if I lose purpose, watch Forks. That episode was enough to make me like start listening to Taylor Swift. That one scene. <laughs> Incredible. Do you get tickets by the way, uh, Michael? No, no, no. I don't I don't got money like that to spend <laughs> and I don't have time like that to waste. Shout out to everyone who got tickets though. Uh, good luck. Yeah, if, the uh, war. if you if you'd like to donate any to the show, uh just, <laughs> just uh, hit us up in the comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but part of me does kind of want to go to to the concert just because like it it looks incredible. I know, I know. It's like a thing to see, but no. Yeah. We're not talking about Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> like we got way too much to catch up on. We're nearing the end and we're still not in the middle. <laughs> I will say though, I, I'm surprised to hear you pick the bear over beef. I thought you would pick beef. The bear is incredible. That like the bear, the bear is so funny and and so true and and just every ep there's no bad episode. That's the problem. There's no like there's no moment. The beef is great and original and all that, but the bear is just oh, the bear is something else. It's it's yeah. You know, and it's it's unfair to like compare those two things. I don't like think they need to like fight against each other. They're just oh, no, like no. really good. The bear is just you know it's operating on on some level that is just we haven't really seen. Yeah, I was just bringing them up because those are the two best shows that I think are are out right now that I've seen this yeah. year. No, that's fair. That's fair. All right, All can right. I talk about a couple things? Yeah, go ahead. Um. Well, okay. So I've seen a, I've seen a few things. I mean, the bear is on my list. The flash is on my list. I saw a movie um, in theaters uh, after our Barbenheimer weekend. Um, it was uh, it was Oppenheimer. <laughs> I went uh -huh. to go see Oppenheimer again. Um, I didn't I didn't feel good about the taste that left in my mouth. I, I wasn't sure. You know, did I miss something? Whatever. So I decided to give it a chance. I didn't go in IMAX this time. I just did a. You know, I just did a normal viewing and uh yeah, Oppenheimer's really good. Oppenheimer's really good. I'm uh I'm not would you say, say this is uh bad takes exposed? Okay, it's not it's not bad it's my opinion has evolved. All right. 
I am. Uh, I am. That's a bad take, exposed, <laughs> ladies I, and gentlemen. I'm able. I mean, I think everything I said is still true to a, to a point. Um, you know, the first the first two hours of that movie is fucking incredible. The pace, I, like I, everything I said about the, my first viewing, is true. I loved, and I loved it again. That movie just rolls at a pace that I. I don't think I I can't think of a movie that's done this before and it's it's so good. Where the movie improved obviously is that I didn't feel the same whiplash that I felt in the first time. Now right. that I knew it was happening, I, I I accepted it more and the courtroom stuff or like the you know the kangaroo court whatever is not nearly as long as I felt it was like it's only about 30 minutes i was looking at my watch a lot during this viewing just to get a sense of how long is this actually taking and and how much am i sort of um yeah. you know extrapolating but yeah it's it's 30 minutes and that's actually pretty good like it's it's not it's not nearly like the thing that i thought like like it's not yeah it doesn't drag it's not like it should have ended i it's 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 very good I I haven't rewatched it, but my opinion of it has definitely improved since I watched it. Like you need you need to see it again for that for the first two hours because I think I think you're gonna have the same no no like sort of... even even like my opinion of the first two hours like I I think I like it more now like it's... How, how is that possible well it? I just like just <laughs> based off of like thinking about the movie and I'm okay. like honestly okay. like yeah I did like it all right. All right. I mean, I I upped my rating. It's a four and a half for me out of five on Letterbox. Like this yep. is this is my second favorite Nolan film. That's I where think, it is now. I think it would. I think it's cracked. Well, I don't know. I would. I don't want to say that just yet. It depends on uh, the rewatch, but I think it might have cracked the top number, five. Oh, oh, just your top five. Yeah, so it's better than Tenet is your. <laughs> I might uh, I might actually replace Batman Begins with it. Okay, and put yeah. it for yeah for for me it's only behind Dunkirk and I rewatched Dunkirk, um, uh, like like sometime like close to Oppenheimer and <laughs> fuck Dunkirk is a good movie. Um, but but I'm not here to talk about Dunkirk. Dunkirk's great. Oppenheimer is also really really good and I liked Robert Downey Jr. a lot more the second time. Thank uh, you. Really appreciated. I really appreciated like how slowly that develops mm-hmm. um, with all the timelines. It's really hard to manage like where we are sometimes. And, and I appreciated it more in a rewatch of like, of balancing like him he played that role so well. He, he is the probably the biggest hater in U S history. He's up there. Maybe not the biggest. I think John Wilkes Booth might get that, but sure. he's up there. He's up yeah. there. Yeah. No, it was, it was great. I mean, yeah. I think I think the worst part of of it, and it's not even bad, but like, is the is the final reveal? Like, you know, Nolan still has that that problem of like, he always wants to exposition. Tell us. Yeah, he he always yeah. wants to tell us instead of showing. Like, he definitely could have done less and and accomplished more. But that's a that's a tiny tiny little nitpick. Loved it. It was great. I watched. Um, I don't want to talk much more about Oppenheimer. It was it was a lot better. Loved it. I watched a movie. I hope you've watched it. I don't think you have though. The Blackening. No, I have not. The Blackening. Do you know what this is? I, I've I've seen it. 
So this is uh, this is like a scream scary movie kind of like spoof like criticism satire whatever on the slasher horror film. Yeah. So bunch of uh, like a a bunch of black friends have gotten together uh and and are in a cottage celebrating Juneteenth. Yeah. Um and and a slasher movie sort of unveils, but the movie is very uh you know it, it's breaking the fourth wall a lot in terms of um you know commenting on what's happening i mean that the tagline of the poster is we can't all die first right like it <laughs> it it knows it knows what it's doing and like see uh, the I, whole... I was actually interested in seeing it but like when it first came out i couldn't find any like reviews of it like i wanted reviews from like regular people i didn't want like publications or anything like that okay right because uh, like it, with a movie like that like i don't really i'm sorry no, to no, say i don't really trust what some dude at like Rolling Stone is sure. about it. 100%. And, and it didn't get like super great reviews. Like it, it got middle reviews. Yeah. It, it's great. It's so much fun. It's, it, I felt, I felt targeted a bunch, uh, which is great. Like that's, that's a good, there's a lot yeah, of like knocked you off your podium a little yeah, bit. Eh? A lot of joking at white people's expense, but also like also at black people's expense. It's, it's, it was great. I loved it. Um, it's exactly what I want from that kind of movie. Like just an enjoyable hour and 40 minutes. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Really good film if you get a chance. Um, and, uh, you know, because I'm an awesome ally, the other movie I watched, <laughs> I watched, I rewatched a movie that I like abandoned. And I don't know if you've seen this one either, but oh, wait, I've have seen, you seen it. The Widows. I have. I have. Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. I but, had trouble, like, it, I bounced off of it. So I don't know how much of an ally you can be if you didn't like this movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I bounced off of it, like, three or four times, and then I was like, I need to give this another chance. I watched right. the whole thing. This movie's fucking amazing. It's fun. It, it's not, not, would, it's not it's like... More than fun. It's not, like, Steve McQueen's best film, but I I I like watching it because like there's just so many great performances. Like I mean, aside yeah. from Viola Davis, you you have um, Daniel Kaluuya as the psycho villain, and then <laughs> He's you have so good. Ryan Tyree Henry also as the villain. Less of a villain, but yeah, yeah, I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like he's the he's the you know political head, whatever. Yeah, I mean he's no more of a villain than like Robert Duvall and Colin Farrell. Right, like everyone's a villain in this story, right? Yeah, and that's even fair. I and, actually completely forgot that Colin Farrell's in that movie. Yeah, what Colin Farrell's running opposite Brian Tyree Henry, and uh, um, uh, is it Duvall? Is the uh, maybe I'm getting the name wrong, but uh, is the uh, brother or sorry, the the father? Yeah, yeah, that's but yeah. Right. I I love this movie. Um, it was I'm a glad lot you more liked fun it. Than I thought, yeah, yeah, it it was it was good um i it's a great heist movie like i think i think it did the heist movie in a really interesting way it's very gritty it kind of reminded me a little bit of like the departed uh in a sense like it how like fragmented yeah. it is um and i liked it yeah liked it a lot yeah unfortunately we haven't really seen like a theatrical release from steve mcqueen since i don't think I think everything I think he's, right. yeah. I think, I think everything right. he's done since has been on Amazon. Well, apparently, like I haven't watched any of the small acts um films, but, but apparently, apparently those are incredible. incredible. Yeah. I haven't watched them either, but um I I would like to see him 
see something from him in theaters because I think he's a really talented filmmaker. All right. So um, before we end off today, I, I do want to talk about this one thing because I think it's just so funny. I don't know if you've seen this, Ryan. Perhaps you've noticed, but there are two kinds of reviews for the movie Barbie. The first review is very short and brief. I love the movie. Ryan Gosling is a scene stealer. Uh, Margot Robbie made me cry. Um, blah, 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 blah. Alan is great. You know, just like very brief, short to the point. The second genre of Barbie reviews, it's these lengthy diatribes against the movie as a man-hating, anti-patriarchy screed. And I, I read these things and I wonder... Did we watch the same movie? In particular, I am talking about one uh, review. I'm not even talking about Ben Shabibo's review. Ben Shabibo's 43-minute review, which definitely fits into this genre. I'm talking about Bill Meyer. Talk show host Bill Meyer uh, definitely put the uh, see more function on Twitter to work. Uh, let me send you this, Ryan, so you can see what I'm looking at here. This absurdly long Barbie review of his. I'm excited. So I'll read a little bit of Bill Myers' uh, review, um, but I'm not going to read the full thing because, frankly, it's pretty long and we're trying to wrap up the show here. Okay, Barbie, air quotes. I was hoping it wouldn't be preachy, man-hating, and a hashtag zombie lie. Alas, it was all three. What is a zombie lie? Something that never was true, but certain people refuse to stop saying it. Tax cuts for the rich increases revenues, for example, uh, which is just like, come on, Bill. You, what, are you, what are we doing here? Or something that used to be true, but no longer is, but certain people pretend it's still true. Barbie is this kind of zombie lie. Um, I'm going to skip ahead to my favorite part here. Um, Barbie fights the patriarchy right up to the Mattel board who created her consisting of 12 white men, the patriarchy, except there's a Mattel board in real life and it's seven men and five women. Well, I mean, it's not, that's not equality, is it? Okay. Not perfect. Even Steven, but not the way the board in the movie, which takes place in 2023 is portrayed and not really any longer deserving of the word patriarchy. Yes, there was one and remnants of it remain. But this movie is so 2000 and late. My man quoted Fergie in his Barbie movie review. <laughs> it's also funny, though, because he's literally quoting a character in the Barbie movie, though. It's like, I thought, you, oh, you guys don't do the patriarchy anymore? <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We're just really good at hiding it now. Like, the, mo the movie literally addresses his his comment on the movie it's fantastic also i'd be willing to bet and you know maybe i shouldn't be willing to bet this i could be completely wrong but um let's take a look and see if those five women that he's talking about are holding chief positions yeah i i, I actually think this got debunked i don't actually think it's five women i think it's even less than that um i, I oh I wow saw... i just i just scrolled down on this tweet and the first reply is elon musk why do they keep pushing these lies 
Uh, these guys just they fucking suck, man. Like, <laughs> it's the worst, it's the worst. do you guys enjoy anything? Here, like, here's the thing. Honestly, I, I've had this conversation with people. I'm actually really happy about these things, right? Media, film, television, they're giving us these things, these tools for people like us, Michael, and, and people with similar ideals and values and such. These are perfect. These are perfect, uh, like measuring sticks. You want to meet a person, meet a person for the first time, like, hi, I'm Michael. Did you like the Barbie movie? No. Okay. Enough of that. I'm on to the next person. I'm not going to spend time talking to you. Like, if you didn't like the Barbie movie and you're a man, I know why you didn't like the Barbie movie, right? Like, I, I, I know exactly why you didn't. If you think this movie is about man hating, then you are the problem. Like, that's fine. I just that's... don't know how you can sit in a theater for an hour, 45 minutes or whatever it is. And just like the only takeaway you have is like this movie hates men. It's almost like they made up their mind before they saw the movie or shouldn't have even seen this movie's not for you then. Yeah. Don't go see it. Honestly, I was thinking about this as I was putting this together for the show. And I hats off to the Barbie marketing team because they didn't let anyone know what this movie was about during yeah. the marketing. And the fact that they were able to convince this many people to go see it, given what it, what it, it's about, you know, it <laughs> is about the patriarchy. It's amazing. And like this, this right here, this fucking like four or five paragraph <laughs> essay, this dissertation on the Barbie movie is the best marketing you can possibly hope for. Oh, fantastic. It's it's fantastic because like they're not making 1.3 billion on people like Bill Meyer, Mayor, whatever. I don't know how to say names, but the, the, you know they're not making it on that. They're making it on on like millennials and Gen Z. They're making it on uh, you know middle aged women with younger daughters, um, maybe even younger boys. But like this is almost a four quadrant movie. They don't care about old white men. They, they, this movie's not for you. I'm sorry. You have Oppenheimer. Go see Oppenheimer. <laughs> it, it's just, it's absurd again, because I don't know how much you know about Bill Meyer, but I don't, I don't know much. So like he, I don't, I don't like watch him a ton, but I've no, always known about him. He's like a comedian, right? And he used to be like around like the mid uh, 2000s kind of era. He was kind of like, he was one of the, cool like go against the grain like older white guys you know like he was critical of like the u.s government and all this other shit he is uh incredibly critical of of religion he he dropped a documentary that's actually like pretty good by the borat director called uh religious something like that okay um but like he was like the cool old white guy who like smoked weed. And now he's like the cranky old white guy who smokes weed. And it's like, <laughs> how did what happened, man? Didn't didn't Christopher Dolan say it? You 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 either die a hero or you live live long enough to be a villain? That a villain? is that's yeah. exactly what happened here. There you go. Yeah. Um I'm I'm looking at the letterbox reviews of this, and like some of these one-star reviews are just so good. Uh, I, I need to read one for you. <laughs> so, oh, go ahead. So this is from username free Kevin Spacey. Oh shit, <laughs> that guy's got some good opinions. I bet. 
I want to get Greta Gerwig and all of the producers and writers in one room and blow my brains out in front of them and drastically change the course of their lives. That I feel like that's trolling. <laughs> it's like that's a good review. <laughs> it's um wow. <laughs> I don't think that's a serious review, but um, I I don't think they like the, the the person's name is Free Kevin Spacey. They did not enjoy the Barbie movie. What are their other reviews? <laughs> no, no, no. You want Let's me to do a deep dive into their profile? You want me to vet uh, Free Kevin Spacey? What are their favorite? <laughs> mo- like, should we do? Didn't we have like that fun? Um, what was the, the okay? So the whole like uh remember that segment we did the the worst four movies you could have? Yeah. Right? So this person's favorite films and I think this does give us an idea of where we are uh the where we are. So their favorite films are Apocalypse Now, Synecdoche, <laughs> New York, okay. Oppenheimer and Eight and a Half. Interesting. So, like, kind of film snobbish. Yeah, fil- film bro, yeah. but definitely film bro and not film gal. Like, there film are no bro. women. There are no women in these four movies. Capital F, capital B. Um, well, I guess the, there's probably women in Synecdoche, New York. But anyway, um, uh, mostly no women. It's it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think the uh, verdict's out on free Kevin Spacey. um so they normally they normally uh do um they they normally this person has given good reviews like no they they do a normal review of oppenheimer so this is probably how they feel about barbie (laughs) damn well you know that's just like their opinion opinion man man. yeah (laughs) so ryan before for real before we wrap up today all I right want to ask you okay have you ever heard of the montgomery riverfront brawl i have not of course you haven't because you're not a true ally but you can be <laughs> if you watch this video clip oh <laughs> uh, you just set me up for shit <laughs> so this happened over the weekend um basically for anyone who doesn't know about this um, in Montgomery, Alabama, I think it is, there was a riverboat, riverfront cruise or whatever. So basically like a, a triple decker cruise ship. Um, and this cruise ship was waiting to dock um, at wherever this riverfront place is. But there was a boat um, operated by a white family that had been parked there for about 40 to 45 minutes and the people on the ship the crew workers were asking them to move their boat um and the this family was not moving their boat so eventually uh one of the crew workers i think he is actually the co-captain uh black dude goes over and he decides i'm gonna move their boat myself which apparently i've read afterwards is common practice in the boating community um, and as he's starting to move their boat, uh, this white family confronts him and there's arguing going on. And then all of a sudden, uh, this family jumps the one black guy. Uh, yes. Yes. As that's happening, you know, people are watching from the boat. People are recording. And then, you know, 
at first like the the black dude is like handling his own it's when the other guys get involved that's when it starts to get uneven as soon as that happens maybe you'll see this in the clip right now ryan a 16 year old kid jumps into the river swims over from the (laughs) cruise ship yep pulls himself up sopping wet onto uh onto the dock and then other people who are on like the land come running down to back up this one guy against this whole family before you know it you've got like the entire avengers are there it's like 20 (laughs) 30 people um you know black folks watching out for other black folks wonderful to see dare i say it's almost the civil war uh michael (laughs) hey hey, hey, hey. chill 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 the best part though is the part that (laughs) that we've that you may have seen memes about or there are tons of memes about a guy comes in with a folding chair I'm i'm out there now (laughs) he is dummying people with this folding chair he actually takes out one woman which i mean i would never advocate for it but hey fuck around find out type of shit you know (laughs) um yeah it's a crazy clip um and there's also some very interesting like black history behind this as well um apparently this is a dock where uh slaves were sold and and uh were sold to the highest bidder and now it's it, it's a site of a great moment in black history so hats off to everyone involved except for that family well thank thank you for making me a better ally um i will say i did see a meme um that i didn't understand it was just like walmart and they had white folding chairs at the front display <laughs> i was like <laughs> they're like walmart's doing this and i'm like what are they doing? Why why are chairs why are chairs so important right now? Now I get it. <laughs> now you get it. There you go. Now, oh, there you just you just earned your allyship uh pin for the month. <laughs> All right. Ryan. I have to I, I have to keep working on it. Like, is that what you're saying? Like I have to I, I don't just get like a yes. badge like like in the Yes, Ryan, because allyship never ends. <laughs> oh, I think he funny. gets one infinity stone and that's it. <laughs> No, you got yeah, it's like a, it's like a, like a boy scout or girl guide badge or whatever right like you know <laughs> i was nice to a black person like, i voted for obama three times I, yeah i, w- I would have voted for obama for a third term <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's actually a great song that goes along with it that i might throw on to the end of this episode <laughs> i like it yeah i, I approve all right so that was great. It was nice to nice to hear your your dulcet tones once again, Michael. Um, you're you know. using a lot of big words right now. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna take that. I I don't understand you. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> I'm take offense to that. Yeah. Um. One one last thing before we go. Okay. Um, I forgot to mention this, but people are already on the lookout for the next Barbenheimer. Have you heard of Saw Patrol? Saw Patrol. Yeah, I have heard of Saw Patrol. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't baby. know about this one. Let's do it. No, it's not. Know. It's not even close. It's fine. Yeah. Although, I mean, I say it's not even close, but like, it's going to make a lot of money. They're both going to make a lot of money. So we'll see. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be the same kind of like cultural event where like people are going to see both in one. But, day. Yeah, yeah. There's no split yeah. here. But the but the whole 
I mean, Barmanheimer was never meant to be, it was never meant to be go see both. It was meant to, you know, it was like a, okay, you know, we're getting the older white audience or male audience and then Barbie's getting everyone else. But yeah, Saw Patrol, that's everybody. If you want to go see a movie, you're seeing one of those. You you can't you can't repeat the magic. You can't have lightning strike in the same place twice. Well, Barbenheimer, they didn't what? do this. They didn't. This isn't like 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 this is already in the works, right? What the this isn't a reaction. Yeah, this isn't a reaction to Barbenheimer. Well, I'm saying like people are trying to make it happen again, but oh, you sure, can't sure. you can't make sure. it happen again. Barbenheimer was so so organic. Yeah, because like, yeah. it started out like you said as like a rivalry, and it came yeah. together, and then it became like, why choose? Why choose when you can yeah. have both? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And no, nobody is seeing Paw Patrol and Saw on the same day, and if they are, that's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> we will not be participating in Saw Patrol. No, no, this is not a Saw Patrol podcast. Sorry, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, Michael, well, it's been fun. It has been. Um, I'll talk to you again in like four weeks. Sound yeah, good? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, right. uh, maybe we'll do like an Oscar pod in in March or March uh, or... of twenty twenty six, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see if uh, Barbie two or Polly Pocket is in the uh, is in the Oscar conversation. I'll see you at the Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, thanks for sticking with us. And, uh, we'll and we back promise the documentary <laughs> episode is coming. <laughs> it's coming. The dog pod is coming. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Let go. Bye. Everybody proud of Alright, bet. Let me tell y'all what really happened. Heard they was jumping on my cousin. Let me off, Captain. Cuz came out the water like, let's get it cracking. Unk came with the chair like I got some action. Cuz came no shirt like I got some action. Even the women getting hit like, damn, what happened? Hey, this shit was kind of lit like, damn, it's cracking. I even seen a rock bottom like, damn, this wrestling. Seen a couple of them boys go night night. And we got the first black man to swim to a fight. Salute. If you mad at this song, don't mention me. Don't do it. But fuck that, that chair going out in history. Hey, I'm really proud of y'all. Montgomery Brawl. Not one but a mall. Montgomery Brawl. Shout out bro that can swim. Montgomery Brawl. Who shit really order them? Montgomery Brawl. Shout out Hunk with the chair. Montgomery Brawl. Everybody that was there. Montgomery Brawl. Threw the hat off at the start. Montgomery Brawl. Man, shout out to the girl. Montgomery Brawl. Yeah, this is a real good moment in history right now. Let us all smile. Salute.